The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Oh my goodness, welcome, welcome to the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Yes, I am your host, Vincent Jenna, and this is the show where we get into this stuff that helps you unblock and release your passion and purpose so that you can believe in yourself and manifest all the dreams and desires that you have. Um, so we've got um, a deep show today. We're going to be talking about Thanksgiving with only it being a couple of days away. I've got to tell you, this is my most favorite. See, I get choked up as soon as I start talking about it. This is my most famous time of the year between Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's years because it's just a great celebration here we are um a unity new thought belief and i truly believe that when when jesus was born it was to reconnect us with the christ within us eric butterworth really said it the best in his book celebrate yourself he said, fundamentalists believe that Jesus was God becoming man. And he wrote that he believed that Jesus was man becoming God. And I absolutely love that. It, it was Jesus the Christ. And, and he was here to remind us again who we were and are. Um, if you really think about the time period and everything that transpired up until then, we really completely forgot um, who we were. We separated from the God source, our highest self, our highest potential. And when you separate from yourself, you basically have no guarantee on how you're going to live. Um, and you can live in crisis and misery and depression because you're not connected to your power. Um, think of think of a, a battery when it goes weak in an electronic, right? Um, if it's if it's a recorder, the recorder starts working slower, right? And you get this kind of effect, or a flash doesn't light bright enough. Or the television doesn't work, a portable TV, or a speaker isn't very loud, it's very soft as it weakens. Well, that's what happens when you separate from your power, your source, and you rely strictly on the human side, right? There is energy that um, allows the the body to work. Thank goodness, thank goodness separating come uh, emotionally and mentally from source doesn't um, lower the power for your body to work. And in, in some aspects it does, which is one of the reasons why we become ill. 
Um, your body doesn't get a chance to function the way it's meant to function because it doesn't um, pull from the same energy, right? It's pulling from the energy that's in the body itself. So it can become weaker and you can become ill and, and your heart doesn't work the same and your blood doesn't pump the same and your lungs don't take in enough oxygen and all of those things and 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 um, illnesses can can thrive and live in your body because your immune system doesn't function the same. All of that is because you're disconnected from the unlimited source. Now you put in a brand new battery, and guess what? Oh my gosh, everything is energetic again. Anything, everything is powerful again. Everything is working. The lights are brighter. The recorder is working faster. Everything works when you're connected to source. So if you can see that image with, with all other things in the world that require battery and electricity and current, then you can understand that with your body and your life, right? So Jesus was trying to empower us again to remember and reconnect because our disconnect is actually a choice. It's not something that happened mystically. It's not something that happened by itself. It was a choice that we made. It was a total choice to forget who we really are, to forget our power, to forget the God source. We were like these little kids who said, I want to do it on my own. You know, I want to do it by myself. I don't need God. I don't need dad. Right. Um, and and so that's what helped to disconnect us in the very beginning. And now we're choosing to reconnect. But because of all of the scars and because of all of the paradigms and belief systems that we absorbed in our subconscious mind and it, they're being harbored in our unconscious minds, that we're completely influenced by that deep core set of beliefs rather than the truth about who we are. So we have to constantly keep making the positive choices, right? Really, we have, and, and we have time coming up right now, and 2020 is going to be one of the most important times to see if you are going to make a positive choice in, at least in the United States. And that's a very important choice because it's about values or fears. Those are the, cho that's the choice that you're going to have to decide between values or fears. Fears include anger, resentment, hatred, can look like bigotry, prejudice. Those are choices. So if you make that choice, you're living off of your human side. If you tend to choose values, you're living off your God side. And so by living off your God side, you're reconnecting, you're tapping in, okay? And many of you are attempting to do that already or, or have. You or, all make choices from your value side. But now you're included in that. So in other words, it's not just a matter of an external choice that you make about how um, what you believe the, the United States or, or um, anybody should be acting or 
any stance that you make in your external world. It's about what you choose for yourself in your internal world. Are you going to live off of your own inner fears, those those messages that you received when you were younger about I'm, you're not good enough or you're not smart enough or you're not brilliant enough and lovable enough? You're, those you have to choose, make the right choices and what you're going to believe with that as well. And what the interesting is I want to talk about um, Thanksgiving and the holidays, specifically the holidays. I have, by the way, a great lecture out there on my website at the store called Life is a Hallmark Moment. You really need to get that and download it. It sounds really fun, but it's very profound. We here like to complain about commercialism. We, we turn around and we say that businesses are turning everything into making money and selling products. <laughs> we always blame something. We blame those darn businesses. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yes, and those darn commercials. Those commercials make me want to go out and buy that brand new car. Darn that Ford commercial. Oh my goodness, I've got to go out and buy a new house now because of the real estate commercial I just saw. I can get a really good deal. Darn you, you did it again to me. You're making me spend so much money. Oh, oh, and the drugs. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I've got to make an appointment with my doctor right now. Holy moly. I can be taking the drug that can take care of my lung disease. Of course, it could kill me with the side effects, but that's okay. I don't believe that that's going to happen. I believe that it's going to help me. And then what do we do? We complain about the media and then we complain about the businesses and commercialism and we complain about the pharmaceutical companies they're all making us do these things and i'm like sitting there watching everybody complain and i'm saying what are, what's wrong with you what's wrong do you have a mind of your own is it are you so weak that you have to buy into that? Oh, we we have bought into so many things. We actually have movements against people that have suppressed us and make us believe things that we shouldn't believe in. I mean, it's crazy, people. You have your own brains. It's not the media. We empower the media. It is not the businesses. We go buy their products. We allow them to go to third world nations and, and use slave labor and child labor. We do that. They don't do that. They just take advantage of what we give them. We give advantage. Just remember that it's the most important thing that you can remember. Nobody can take advantage of you and nobody can manipulate your mind. Not even me as I'm speaking here right now. Yes, I'd like to inspire you and I want you to be able to think for yourself, hear what I'm saying and see if it resonates within you. But for goodness sakes, make your own choices as to whether you want to believe in it or not. I mean, it happens to be great words and I can totally understand why you would want to listen. But 
It's still your choice. You understand it's your choice. It's your choice when you watch TV to decide to be influenced by that commercial. It is your choice that when you're watching the news to decide to become angered at what you are watching or to become depressed or to become anxious or to become fearful. Those are all your choices. You're all grown-ups that I'm talking with right now. I can promise you there's no 12-year-old listening to me right now. But here's the thing. Here's where it started. You know, I'm bringing up a 12-year-old. I have such incredible grandchildren, three of the most beautiful grandchildren, Noah, Caleb, Lila, and they're all coming over tomorrow with the family, and I'm so looking forward to them. And each one of them has the most blessed mind of their own. And I keep telling my kids, I know, I know you get frustrated with them because they want to do their own thing. Don't take that away from it. Then just redirect them, okay? Redirect them. I, I, I know no matter what he wants to, you know, Noah wants to play Fortnite. And I don't need, oh my God, that's unbelievable game that these kids have gotten into. But so what, you know? They've gotten into it and guess what? It's using a different part of their brain. As long as they go to school and as long as they have other activities, let them play Fortnite, okay? It is not corrupting them, my goodness gracious. But the most important thing is they need to keep being reinforced that they have their own mind. And it's okay that they have their own choices. They don't have to conform to mom and dad's desires. Yes, sometimes they have to listen and go along with, but that is totally different. That's cooperation. Cooperation is con completely different than conforming and being influenced. We take away their individual choices. We're going to take away their individuality. And then we start to manipulate them. And then they don't know what to believe in. And so they believe in the loudest voice. And right now we have a very loud voice in this country and and those who have big mouths and a lot of anger with it too are going along with that voice because they don't have their own minds to be able to decipher you know what, something is wrong over here, something's going wrong, you know? And that was the story of Adam and Eve in paradise in the garden of eden with the tree of knowledge and the serpent okay what was that all about let's do a little quick metaphysical meaning of that there was no devil in the garden of eden if it was it was the garden of eden <laughs> okay it was paradise okay what does that mean that means there's nothing negative there probably weren't any weeds there either oh my gosh or oh, the weeds were flowers you know and the bugs didn't bite adam or eve they were just doing their own thing okay it's paradise what would a serpent be doing in paradise okay oh yes the devil snuck in he got in through the back Door, you know, or maybe better yet, he was one of the worms in the apple and came out of the apple. My goodness gracious, this is all metaphoric. Okay, so what does the metaphor mean? In when whenever you hear of Adam and Eve in the Bible, it's talking about the higher part of us, our divine feminine, a divine masculine. And the divine feminine is our intuition. Intuition, our intuition. 
So you got Eve drawn to, she sees the tree before she even hears the serpent. She sees the tree. She goes walking. Hmm. Not supposed. I wonder why we're not supposed to eat the fruit of that tree. And so now she becomes curious, which is very natural for us. We're meant to be curious. So she's drawn to it. Now, because it's that she was drawn to it and not Adam was drawn to it, that is talking about our intuition. Our intuition was telling us something in the very beginning, telling us something, okay? Some information was coming up. And she's looking at the tree and she's knowing, okay, this is the tree of knowledge. Okay, what does that mean? What is knowledge? I just, I have a funny feeling. I got an idea about it. This is stuff I want to know. So that's why the, that's what was happening in the very beginning. Our intuition was telling us there's more to us than we see. There is more to us than we see. And as soon as we kept focusing on that, rather than paying attention to what we already knew, because the information was coming out of us gently and slowly. Oh, wow, there's a deer over there. Oh, I knew that was a deer. How beautiful. That is really nice. Oh, my goodness, this is a fig. Oh, it I think I can eat it. Oh, it tastes so good. So all this information was coming to us, right? And, and we were wondering, where is this coming from? And we became more curious. Well, a serpent serpent actually represents knowledge it's why we use it as a logo for doctors it's why we use it as a logo for many things back in egypt the serpent was everywhere on around pharaoh's crown on his staff everywhere in 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 ancient history the serpent serpent always represented knowledge Okay, so the knowledge was tempting us. All of this newness inside of us was tempting us and tempting us and tempting us. And we focused on it so much, it opened the door. It became a fruit, a sweet fruit, an apple. What is an apple? We now associate an apple with knowledge, right? Does a student bring a pear to the teacher for school? Does the student bring um, a lemon? No, the student brings an apple apple for the teacher. Okay. Even New York used the big apple. What does the apple represent? The fruit of knowledge. Okay. So we were tempted to bite into and feed on the, on that knowledge and wisdom within us all at once. We wanted it all right. And then, and then the, the masculine side of us or Adam, the logical side of us was giving us a reason. Okay, well, all right, then it must be a good thing. If you're eating it and that your intuition, then my logical side is saying that this must be good. And the logic gave into it. And there you go. Well, as soon as that happened and all of this information came popping up to us through us before we had the ability to handle it all, that's it. That's when we lost the Garden of Eden. So that's what it represents. It represents knowledge, the Garden of Eden, and a, a wisdom. And then we detached and lost our higher self that was in control of it because we were being bombarded with all of this information and knowledge that God had, that we had then once we were created, right? And it 
caused us to then lose paradise. We started feeling pain and suffering because that was part of knowledge. We started feeling sorrow. We started feeling shame, all this negative stuff. And as soon as you start feeling negative stuff, it immediately detaches you from the God source, from who you are, the greater stuff. Okay, so now liken that to your life today with the stories that you come from in your youth and realize that all that negativeness that you went through when you were a child absolutely detached you from your higher loving self, the God source. And so now you are trying desperately to reconnect. And we forgot so much that that's the reason why Jesus came down and came to us to try to teach us that. So these are my greatest times because they constantly remind us that we need to celebrate, celebrate the Christmas, the Christ within you, the rejuvenation, the rebirth. It's why we celebrate the birth of Jesus. Really interesting, I have some friends that are Jehovah Witnesses and they do believe in God and they do believe in Jesus, but they do believe them to be separate beings, very similar to unity and science of mind thoughts that Jesus was just a son, just like we are his son, but they also believe them to be separate from us, not part of us. Okay. Um, but the interesting thing, they do not celebrate Christmas. Their greatest holiday is Easter because they were saying in, in his dying was the most important part because he died for our sins. Right. So they they don't even care about the birth. They said you got the birthday wrong anyway, which we understand. The Orthodox calendar is completely different than the Christian um, Catholic Judeo calendar, because that was set by Rome, not not by Christians, actually. Um, and so we celebrate it on December 25th every single year as a date so that it doesn't go shifting all over the place. And then it, it fits in our process and surviving in life very easily. But um, but the birth, the birth is is vital. The birth is actually more important um, because the birth allows us to remember who we are and coming from that. So what does Santa Claus have to do with Christmas? When did Santa Claus come into the picture here? Well, because of the joy of the season and the love of the season, this man, this guy way back when in 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 long time ago in Germany. Um, I mean, he wanted to, because Jesus, the child, right? The kings, the three kings came from the Orient to give Jesus gifts, right? So right away, there was a tradition that was set. This this um, myrrh, frankincense, and myrrh and gold that was given to Jesus as as a a celebration of his birth and a and a symbolic meaning um, that that may we always frankincense is actually a spiritual scent. It's used in all church celebrations. It also raises our spiritual vibrations. I, my God, I love the scent frankincense. Um, I remember always smelling that in church and, and 
just putting extra in the in the little metal tin that the priest used because I wanted to smell it so much. It does. It excites your senses and it raises. Just it was aromatherapy, right? And myrrh was very similar. It was another aromatherapy, bringing joy and peace within your heart. And then gold of life, abundance, abundance. Gold represented abundance. And we are supposed to remember that for us, that we are spiritually connected that we are peaceful, loving beings, and that we are entitled to abundance. And that is the whole purpose of the celebration of Christmas, um, which is why I, I love it so much. Um, and besides, I believe, and, Sa and so Santa came along because he wanted to continue the tradition with children, say, what a great time of the year, just since the three kings brought Jesus these gifts, then let us bring all children. And in the beginning, it was only children that received gifts, the adults didn't receive gifts but I got to tell you now I'm so glad we changed that tradition because I love receiving gifts and it doesn't have to be very much of anything but Christmas day and opening up a present there's nothing like it oh my gosh it doesn't matter if it's something a pair of underwear that you just go out and put in a package and you give or socks how fantastic right it can be so joyous when we do that and But we can give love, and we can give friendship, and we can give all of that. So now let's back up a month to Thanksgiving, the purpose of Thanksgiving. Oh, my gosh, we got that all wrong. And, um, yeah, we're coming up to a commercial real soon. I'm going to really get into it heavy on the other side. But if you have any questions, please call in for me. Please, if you have difficulties, like when Thanksgiving is here and you have um, experienced the loss of a loved one and it's hard for you to celebrate, now is the time to reconnect more than ever before. Call me. Call me with a question on the other side of the commercial at, um, what do we have here? It's 2158, no, no, no. 816-251-3555. A uh, little dyslexic today. So 816-251-3555. You're going to call in. But we're going to talk about how we are thankful for the wrong things. And I'm talking to you out there. I can assure you that 99% of you, those who are listening and those who are going to listen to this later, are being grateful for the wrong things. Okay? And, and, I'm, and I'm going to even give you a quote from the Bible. I did a Facebook Live event this week. I'm going to be doing them once a week um, so that people can listen. I'm going to reiterate that today. But we're coming to the commercial. So remember, you're listening to the Stop Stopping Yourself show. This is where you get empowered here to really live the life you deserve. So we're talking about Thanksgiving and the holidays that are coming up. Even for those of you who aren't celebrating Thanksgiving, come on back. I'm your host, Vincent Jenna. This is Unity Online Radio the best place to be for inspiration and spiritual involvement. We'll see you real soon. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world.
Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. All right, we're back. And yes, this is Vincent Jenna on the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Today we are talking about something completely different. Um, it's about whether you are grateful for the right things. We're talking about the holidays and celebrating and commercialism. If you're just joining us now, uh, there is a reason, just before we start talking about Thanksgiving itself, again, you have to understand that things are created out of need. And a lot of times the soul will inspire certain things or the universe in, in conspire, excuse me, in conspiring with our soul, I had to think of that word clearly, will create certain circumstances and, and things and um, events in order to help us learn something, all right? So you've got to understand that everything is inspired. Everything is inspired. Everything that comes to us, um, it, it can either be inspired from fear or anger, or it can be inspired from some from source, from God, from the universe, from our higher self. Um, and we know the difference. One's positive, one's negative. So here's a positive thing that, that people have been ins inspiring for centuries, a long time ago. Hallmark came out, right, and started creating greeting cards for certain days of the year, um, uh, very special days, be it birthdays or Christmas. I actually haven't done enough research on Hallmark to find out what the first card um, was, greeting card was. Was it from birthday? Was it from Mother's Day? No, it wasn't Mother's Day. I know Mother's Day did come along a little bit later after Hallmark was already established. But why? And then, and then all of a sudden you start seeing the stores and the businesses start um, really taking advantage of that. And now you got everything on the shelves in, re in relationship to that particular holiday that they're selling, be it novelties and decorations and cards and gifts and all candies and sweets and foods and all, all sorts of items uh, that are being sold um, on, on all these holidays, right? And then it used to be that the month of the holiday is when you started to see the items. Then all of a sudden it was the sec the month before. So now two months ahead of time. Now, now they're just about getting the Easter stuff off the shelf uh, before you start seeing Halloween stuff. And that may be a slight exaggeration, but it's not too much because there's Mother's Day and then there's Father's Day. And then there's there's Fourth of July, and all of those items come out so early. You look on one side of the shelf, and they have the 50% sale in the store. And the other side of the aisle is where the new holiday stuff is, right? Now we complain so much about that. Um, again, we're, like I said earlier in the first half of the show, we're the ones that empower the stores and the businesses to do that. We buy the items. If we didn't buy the items early, I promise you they wouldn't display them early. But we start buying them as soon as they put them out. And then the other people start complaining. But the other reason why that is happening, we manifest. Remember, we're not victims. We're not victims to the businesses. We, we are not victims to anything. We're not victims of commercialism. 
Why do we need it? We have to ask ourselves, how did we manifest that? I don't think anybody has really asked that. I know I have because that's what I do my lecture on. Um, if you go to my website and go to the store, you will see a lecture called Life is a Hallmark Moment. And we created that. Why did we manifest that? I'm going to tell you why we manifest that. Because we don't celebrate ourselves enough so much that we have to have it shoved in our faces. We literally have to have it pushed in our faces earlier than necessary to remind us of what we need to celebrate within ourselves. And we're going to talk about, that's what I'm talking about in Thanksgiving, because what I'm going to say about Thanksgiving actually is about every single holiday created. Every holiday is an opportunity for us to celebrate who we are, even all the way to 4th of July, even to Veterans Day, even to Memorial Day, even to Labor Day, even to Mother's Day, Father's Day, whatever day that we have a celebration for, it's to celebrate us, not just to celebrate an event. We've turned them into celebrations of event. So we're celebrating Christmas because of the Christmas itself, because Jesus was born. That is not the reason to celebrate Christmas. Jesus already knows he was born. You know, and Jesus is on the other side. He's not having any more birthdays, okay? We're the ones that are celebrating his birthday. But we're celebrating his birthday rather than our rebirth day. We celebrate Independence Day rather than our own independent, equal thinking, value-laden beliefs. So we celebrate the day that we left England and King George. What difference does it make at this point when we left England? What is it that we were meant to celebrate on the 4th of July even? Us. Us. Our values. Our values were so important then that we decided to leave a nation, leave a place that was comfortable or a little bit more comfortable than starting new roots and a new beginning and to start a land where our values mattered more than one person's ideas and beliefs and control. So we left one country to start another where all human beings were going to be created, treated equally because they were created equally, where all human beings had values. And we knew when we were starting this country that immigrants from all over the world were invited to it. Come, we want to celebrate what's real and true and valuable, human values. That's what we're going to do over here. Okay, that's why we celebrate or supposed to celebrate the 4th of July. It's for us. So then what is the reason to celebrate Thanksgiving? Oh, I know. I said this in my, my Facebook Live event. There's so, oh my gosh, since we were children, oh, we've been told what we're supposed to be grateful for. 
We're constantly, oh, say thank you that you got a glass of water, that your aunt gave you a glass of water, or saying thank you that grandma gave you a cookie, or say thank you um, that the neighbor walked you home from school, Oh, say thank you. We're constantly being told when we're children because we said it's we're told because it's polite. We're not even told as children what the real reason is to be thankful, to have gratitude. And yet gratitude is one of the most important things that we can have because it's an important feature of manifesting. Yet the more you're great, that's what we're being taught. The more you're grateful for, the more comes in to be grateful for. But, but, but what is it that we're, why are we supposed to be grateful? And what is it that we're, we're supposed to be grateful for? Yes, it's nice. It's great when somebody does you a service, when somebody helps you. I'm grateful that you helped me. But what does that mean? What does that mean to the person who's actually helped you? And why do we help each other? Because it, we get strokes. Oh, here's a notch in my belt, God. I just helped that person move. That's goody for me. Ooh, yes, that means I'm going to get more. Ooh, I helped three times this week. That is why. Oh, I volunteered. I volunteered this week. I helped at the food bank. That gets me goody goodies. You're gonna that put me up on the top of the list now. Ooh, now when Christmas is coming, that really is going to give me some good things. Even children are taught that if they're good, they get toys. Oh my gosh. We've we've gone off without understanding anymore what gratitude is. So when you have it, then it becomes meaningless. Because you forgot what it's all about. I'm going to tell you, the first example of gratitude was actually given by God itself. Yes, it was. The first example. And there was nothing around. There was nobody that he, that he did something for yet. And, and, and I apologize if I say he. I didn't mean he. That's my, my old background. He, she. And it's in the story of Genesis, the creation. It's actually in the first paragraph. And I don't have the Bible right in front of me, so I'm going to paraphrase. But God created the earth and saw that there was darkness on the earth. And so God created light and divided the darkness into night and day. And then this sentence. And God saw that it was good. So what does that mean? God saw that it was good. So here God creates something, steps back, looks at it. Wow, that's good. I like that. Look at that light. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know when you hit a prism over there. Look at all the colors that come out. Wow, I did good. The first expression of gratitude. God was grateful for what God had just created. There was nobody there yet. Didn't create Adam, didn't create Eve. There was nobody to say thank you. And there was nobody God did a service to, to be grateful for. 
God did its own work, its own creation, made a choice and was grateful for the choice God made. So what does that mean then about gratitude? That we are meant to be grateful for the choices we make through our entire lifetime. Yes, there are some choices we're going to make we're not so grateful for. But how do you get to make more positive, higher choices unless you're grateful for the ones you've made already? Gratitude. Gratitude is about the choices and the opportunities that you have taken advantage of. Oh, yes, the other side of gratitude is Thank you for giving us these opportunities that I have the chance of using to create the life I want. So it isn't just about, oh, thank you, God, for giving this to me. And why did God do that for us? Why do people, the same reason that God created everything and created us is the exact same reason why we do service for others is because we find value in them. We find value in people and in lives. And God found value in creating us and in value in us because now we can love, we can share, we can love back, we can give back. Oh my gosh, that's an incredible value. And so when somebody does something to help you to give to the poor or to the homeless man, or to volunteer and help at a food bank or a shelter. It's because that person finds value in the people that he is helping or she is helping. And, and to be grateful means I want to thank you for seeing my value. It's validating you. Do you understand that? Do you understand the difference between, oh, thank you for helping me. I'm such a lowly person. Oh, and thank you, God, for all the food you are giving me. Oh, my goodness gracious. If it wasn't for you now, I wouldn't be worth anything. Yes, that's true, but you're already worth it, and you already deserve it. So what God is constantly feeding us is through God's own expectations anyway. I expect to give you this because you are valued and worth it. Well, you know what? Thank you for reminding me of my value. Thank you for reminding me of the choices that I made. And this Thanksgiving, I'm going to take the time to acknowledge those choices. I'm going to take the time to thank myself. Now, I want to see there is a caller on the line, I believe. Um, I'm just going to ask, um, just let me know if that caller is for me, um, and I will come to you. Okay, so I, I want to turn to this caller's question. We're talking about Thanksgiving, so I want to come to Felicia. Felicia's on the air from Florida. Um, we were down there not too long ago. Hi, Felicia. This is Vincent. How are you doing today? Hi, good, Vincent. How are you today? Happy Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm doing fabulous, and happy Thanksgiving to you, too, because you're worth it. Thank you. 
Do you get do you get what my meaning is about Thanksgiving, Felicia? Have you been listening? Yes, I have been listening. I get your meaning. And I'm glad you do. So I'm what's very your question for me? Thankful then? about a lot of things. Well, I'm just um I've been thinking about my grandparents and my aunt lately and you know, the upcoming year with twenty twenty and I've just been thankful for a lot of things lately. A lot of I've had a lot of good blessings in my life and I just Want to see guess, guess what, Felicia? What things might be coming. There are a ton what? more reasons for you to be grateful coming up in 2020, just so that you know. Um, there, there is a lot of expansion in your life. And by the way, your whole family, they're, they're like, um, we're always around you. Do, do, it, it, the celebration doesn't seem to be as big anymore during the holidays. Is that correct, Felicia? That is correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them are on the other side, plus anybody else may be separated or there's some distance between you all. Um, they're, they're all saying you still need to be around the people on the holidays and to make sure that you are, um, are, 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 are you're spending with, uh, are, is it some friends that are going to be with you as well tomorrow? I'm going to see my daughter. She lives in Daytona. You're going to see your daughter. So, well, but she's expecting yeah, some people over as well, isn't she? Um, they said friends are coming. Oh, okay. So don't be surprised. There'll that, be some so. friends there. It's great <laughs> for you. Have have like big joy, big celebration, and and just believe that you're going further now. Um, there, you're you're an expansion of your own business. Are you working on your own or doing something on your own right now? Yes, I am. Okay, yes. good. Um, I'm glad. And it's going to get bigger. You you keep thinking bigger for yourself. Keep thinking, um, being grateful. And the other part of, of what Thanksgiving is going to be that I want you to do is I want you to be thankful for what you already created that's yet to come. Okay, because it's already there. So I see a, a, a new number of people coming to you, obviously, or, or what I'm getting is that there is some individual work that you're doing as well as group work. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, sort of. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. Sort of explain that to I, me a little well, bit more. I, I own a crematory. So you're definitely <laughs> doing individual work. Okay. Yeah, we're uh, doing individual work and people come in and um, yeah, we're waiting for um, we're gonna be bidding on a contract soon for the county where I live. So oh goodness, okay. Work. Well, obviously so that's we'll working. This <laughs> wow, um, I am very familiar with crematoriums and I know that you can't do it at a group. Um, there are some crematoriums that do. Um, but yes, there's big group and that's probably the city that I'm seeing. So the contract is coming through okay. and it's going to be very positive for you. Um, but also think of some other things that be, that's, a, that's on the, the side of transitioning and death. Okay. I need mm -hmm. you to do something also on the side of living in life. Um, okay. and, and it needs to be along the lines of helping and supporting in a very positive way for people. Um, uh, so it would be very cool for you to expand because I already know that you're psychic and you already have some of your own abilities and it would be very cool for you to expand 
expand those abilities, Felicia. Now, uh, just so that the listeners know, I have never spoken with Felicia before. At least I don't think so. And so I'm reading you right now. And how cool would it be that you're working with the with those that have died, but to be able to, in some way, for those that are open, help them make a final connection, communication with a deceased loved one. You are capable of doing that. 2020 is going to bring you some new beliefs and new understandings and new goals, okay? Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. Does that make Does that make sense? Do you, do you yes. realize your yes. psychic part of you? Yes, that does make sense, yes. Well, use mm-hmm. it. Okay. I will. And like I uh-huh. said, celebrate what's yet to come. So in other words, celebrate that contract. Oh my gosh, it's already there. How wonderful. I am so grateful. I'm so thankful for it. And if not this, something better, I know because it's already out there. I've been inspired to feel this. So allow yourself to feel it. Don't don't be saying I hope because then that means you don't believe and that's one of the ways we manifest. So for everybody out there, then this is an example for you. So thank you very much for calling, Felicia. Thank you. You're welcome, hon. Um, and Thanks. so that's the other part of Thanksgiving that I wanted to let everybody know is what you need to do uh, since in manifesting, we're attempting to bring into this physical dimension what we've already created in another dimension. And the way we know we've already created it is through the inspirations we receive. Albert Einstein used to think that that's the way God spoke to us. He said, tell me what God is thinking, the details I don't need to know. What he believed was that an inspiration was God telling you what you already did. And so all we have to do then is when we hear an inspiration or what we think are fleeting thoughts or I had an idea or in the by the way, that was my New York accent, an idea Um, or I had in the back of my mind this thought. Those are inspirations and the way our soul and God speaks to us, our higher selves speak to us. Okay, so when that happens, all you do is, okay, I take ownership of that. And I'm going to, that means it's already there. Holy cow, I'm so excited about that. Uh, I didn't know I'd be doing that, but I already had, I had this thought. I had this feeling. This is great. That's what, what Thomas Edison said. Oh my gosh, I see that I can, that there's light instead of a flame. I see that this there's electricity that I can put inside this this glass sphere and, and light is coming out of it. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I just created something. I don't know what it is and I don't know what to call it yet. But as soon as I make it here in this life, then I'll be able to, a name will come with it. And so, yes, that that's how he moved. That's how all the luminaries moved. When they had the inspiration, they knew it already existed and they just had to figure out the way to bring it into this life. And they didn't even have to figure out too much because the universe, like Albert Einstein said, was going to help with the details with other inspirations. Okay, so so when you want to be thankful for something, be thankful for those inspirations and what's yet to come, because that means it's already there. So any of the ideas you had for 2020, this Thanksgiving, oh my gosh, I am so grateful for that. I am so grateful myself because of the TV shows I'm going to be on, because of my own TV show, because of my book getting published. I am so grateful because of being heard 
heard and seen by thousands of people and millions if possible. I Well, I know this or something better because that's the inspiration I have and I'm so grateful that it's there and it happened. So all of you be grateful for what's yet to come besides being grateful for the choices you made, the life you had, and even when you have things in your life that you don't feel, here is the time. If you are breathing, everybody, 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 everybody has a reason to be grateful. Okay, they are alive. You have the capacity to make new choices. Be grateful for the new choices you can make. Um, I, I have just a couple of minutes more. I'm going to quickly go to Julia. Julia on the line. Could you really quick, hon, what is your question for me? And welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Um, I was just uh, <laughs> wasn't expecting to get through. Um, just just kind of hoping that 2020 is going to be a better year for me. I really would like to see my life turn around for the better. Okay, listen to me, Julia. Did you hear what I just said about not hoping? Not hoping, you, yes. Yeah, not hoping. Because when when you hope for something, then what you're actually saying is you don't necessarily believe it's going to happen. You hope it's going to happen, right? Right. Okay, so with me today and tomorrow, you're going to proclaim how grateful you are because of the incredible life that is coming for you in 2020 and for the rest of the year. You, you've got to break away. There is a there's a lot of old negative. I'm feeling some family. Some Is your mother deceased, by the way? My grandmother, who was like a mother. Your grandmother was like a mother? Okay. All yes, right, I'll take me. that. She said, yeah, she said mom, but but if that's what you're saying, yeah. I'll take it because there's somebody here real quick who is saying that your past was so hard. It was hard to believe that anything in the future would be better. But break away from your past and be grateful for who you are and the choices you make because you are a good person and you have a big heart. And as soon as you're grateful for that, like I've been talking this entire show, your entire life for 2020 is going to change. Okay, Julia? Just keep going in that okay. direction. Be grateful for what's yet to come. That's all positive and loving and all of that, okay? I've got to run now. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Thank you, Julia. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I wish everyone out there a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.